This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. This is the High Hopes Podcast. It's a bunch of baseball nerds talking about the Phillies on Radio.com and Sports Radio 94 WIP. of the Iops podcast jack we back he's gone he's gone he's gone what a day well yeah it's a well it's definitely a day well it could have been better if john middleton decided not to speak just don't talk (laughs) just don't talk just just don't talk matt's gone we're all good we'll figure it out everything's great everything's great literally so uh i was i was back in in westchester watching jill's dog for the weekend uh while her parents are away and we were out at highland orchards and you know we were getting some pumpkins for our outdoor decorating look at you so so uh domesticated i love it big pumpkin guy you know any chance (laughs) i can can get to 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 get my hands on some pumpkins i'm gonna do it so um so you not know. not the, the line i was expecting i appreciate so, it so we're uh we're, we're there and we're going through and it's you know decently crowded and i get the i get the the salisbury notification and i just let out a fist pump and like <laughs> he's gone he's gone he did it he's gone I have my baseball team back, and it was it was mildly embarrassing in front of a, a good group of people. Um, and then uh, drove around, super happy, couldn't think. I mean, Jill's wondering like why I was so not engaged in the in the conversations regarding pumpkins. Um, so, and I got home, drove down. Now I'm in my apartment, and we are recording. The Matt Klentak has been fired. For I wish it was both Andy McPhail and him, but 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 but. But Matt Klentak is gone. Yes. He's gone. He is gone. And we can finally have a freaking baseball team again. Well, and a podcast again. Because we were serious. And we were actually pretty nervous when we did it. Because we love doing this podcast. We love Niops listeners. You know, we would never lie to you. And we were like, you know what? We got to take a stand here. We can't abide this. You know, we can't just sit by and let this happen. And... I was a little nervous there, <laughs> Jack. I was like, "Oh crap! Did we just, uh, you know, decide not to do our podcast for a year?" <laughs> I was, I was very nervous. So from that perspective, I'm, I'm very happy. We'll get into like, you know, the Middleton stuff and the McPhail stuff and all that. But, but for a minute, let's just revel in the fact that he's gone. This guy who has mucked up our life for the last few years is gone. He's gone. It's no more. No more Matt Clentag. No more objectively excellent offseason. No more Branch Ricky. No more none of it. This guy is finally gone. It's a glorious day. It is pretty freaking hilarious that he stepped down. <laughs> you can't see me now, Jack, but I'm making air quotes as I say it. I mean, very clearly, quote unquote, fired, but. John Middleton said, I'm paying you money, so you're going to do something for me. I mean, who knows what he is? Maybe he'll work at a cigar factory or something. Um, before we get into the Middleton stuff and the McPhail stuff and the JT stuff and the, the whole, all of it, just Clintag being gone is a beautiful thing, Jack. It really is. It's It, it really is a beautiful thing. And and I obviously we're not, you know, he got fired. He or whatever. He stepped down. Sorry, he stepped down. Um, and maybe he's gonna make sure the 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 lights turn on at Citizens Bank Park next year. Like maybe that's gonna be, maybe that's gonna be his role. The one thing though, the one thing though that I am eh, semi nervous about is, I mean, like, I mean, you know, uh, Howie stepped down or whatever, and was basically. Oh, a, you saying it? Well, I, I mean, in that well, case, if we want to follow that timeline. Matt Clentak's going to go in a closet for a year. He's going to 
somehow figure it all out, come out, come back, have a perfect year, yeah, and we'll win the World Series, and then it'll be all down, downhill after that. I take that, right? I'm but in. then he'll forget how to do his job two years later. Yeah. So I'm, I mean, I'm in on that. It's great. I mean, I take it. No, and and I, it's a shame because the Middleton press conference happened, but <laughs> but like I genuinely feel like I got I I, I got my baseball team back. Like Clentac had had really ruined. Like the Phillies were in such a good position in 2015. Like they were in such a good position. If they just got the right guy in there to 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 do the right things and run the organization the right way. Unfortunately, they chose him when they could have had um, Levin or whatever Levine who went to the to the Twins, and they could have had Hyam. And it's all unfortunate. And it's it's whatever. But it's over. It, it is over. He's going to be gone in a year. He's or whatever when his contract runs out, like it just won't be renewed. He's, and effectively, he's gone. Like he's gone. As far as we're all concerned, we will not have to deal or think about Matt Clentag, which is a beautiful thing. Exactly. Exactly. And and finally, maybe now there's some hope. There's a little bit of hope that if they just. If they get the right guy in here, the Phillies are a freaking monster, man. They are a freaking monster. And, you know, you saw the Robert Murray tweet after Clentac was fired. And you saw, you know, I guess the coveted job around baseball. And these guys were talking about how, like, the ownership wants to win. And sure, I mean, I guess that's the common theme is that ownership wants to win. I mean, they have spent $200 million on payrolls. I mean, they, they've gotten to that point. Obviously, we know they did not go over that, but they have gotten to the to $200 million, So they're they're definitely willing to spend money. Um, it's just getting the right guy in there. And I just I can't stop thinking about, like, a small market guy sees the Phillies and thinks, what can I do with that kind of payroll? And, like, the freaking Marlins just advanced in the playoffs with a $28 million payroll. A Never 20... lost the playoff series, Jack. Yeah, They're on their way to the World Series. They're going to win Unbelievable. it. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. $28 million. Like, imagine what a real competent GM can do with with the amount of resources and the amount of money that the Phillies have. I am I, – I just – I pray they get the, the right guy in there. I, I just – you can't – I am terrified about a Dabrowski. I am terrified about some of these old school GMs. I could see him going in that direction. I, I, I am I am very nervous. But they have a golden, golden, golden opportunity here to get this thing right and get it on the right path. And this was the first step. I was nervous that he wasn't going to do it. I was with you. I was nervous that we were never going to do another High Hopes podcast <laughs> until until Matt Lentak was gone. But he they, they did it. Credit where credit is due. They 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 got rid of Matt Glenzak. It's 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 time to to get the right guy in there and and get this thing back on track. They've spent the money. They have some players up there in the major league roster. It it is a golden freaking opportunity, and I just can't wait. I can't wait to see what they do. Barring the the press conference that we just ensued, but <laughs> well, well, we'll yeah. We'll get to that in one sec. But to your point, credit where credit's due, they got rid of this guy, and, and we were all nervous. The fact that it didn't happen right after the season, the fact that he took this time again, and look, I think I think the initial time, if he wasn't going to do it right after the season, it, it's pretty obvious that he chose a day where there was no playoff baseball, like he was abiding by that whole, you know, don't upstage our games thing. So Well, maybe- I don't know about that. I don't know about that because it could also be, hey – like WIP is is not going to be on the like we're not really well, doing sure. anything. Look, in terms of trying to bury this, you could not have picked a more perfect I mean, time. Right the, Eagles the Eagles play tomorrow. Yeah. The president is in the freaking hospital. Like on every level, you could not pick a better time to have a news dump than right now. Like there is, it is the easiest time on a Saturday in the middle of the day. Like honestly, like I. I'm pumpkin picking. Yeah, I'm, exactly. I'm getting I, I got apple a call, cider donuts. I got a call from you, and I'm hanging out with my daughter, and I couldn't answer because I was a full-on dad mode right there. But like, I'm like, why the hell is Jack calling me right now? You know what? What's going on? And then I found out why you're calling me because it was so freaking unexpected in that moment. So um, I, I agree with you on that sense. I do think it was a combination of the the no playoffs thing, but also more so trying to just bury this. I agree with you. Well, what was your reaction to me when, you, first, when you saw the news? I'm not even kidding. No joke. And all, we would never lie to the High Ops listeners. My very first reaction was, I get to do a High Ops pod tonight. That's awesome. And I will edit that curse I just had out. Don't worry. Uh, you won't get to hear it, but it happened. Yeah. 
But I, that's how happy I am. That's how excited I am. That was, I swear to God, that was my first thought was I get to do IOPS. Because again, I was legitimately worried. Like we were going to stick to this. This was not some bit, not some BS thing. Like we honestly felt like we had to take a stand. We couldn't stand by and let Matt Klintak run this franchise anymore. So my first thought was, thank God. My second thought was, step down? What? Like, honestly, I saw he's gone. I'm like, ah. And then I'm like, wait, he stepped, he stepped down? And then you think about it and you understand what's going on or whatever. My third thought was, sadly, following the John Middleton press conference on Twitter and then getting a chance to watch it after and being like, oh, oh. So that was, that was my third thought. But ultimately, my first thought was, thank goodness we get to do a podcast. Thank goodness this guy is gone. Let's dive into the Middleton stuff because, you know. Do we have to? Yeah, yeah, we do. We, we do. Let's yes. start. Let's start with with forget. We'll get to the actual stuff he said first, but just the idea. And this is where my my first issue is, and I'm sure everyone's is because we've talked about it. But not just the idea that Andy McPhail is coming back. Not just the idea that John Middleton made it seem like Andy McPhail is some baseball genius who he is so lucky to have helping him make these decisions. But also, on a more basic level, Jack, to the point you just made about getting the right guy in here, I think keeping Andy McPhail here limits your ability to get the perfect guy because Eric Neander's not leaving Tampa Bay to come here for just a general manager job. you got to give that guy the keys to the car. Chernoff in Cleveland is not coming here for the GM under Andy McPhail job. Like, I, I am not just concerned that Andy McPhail's here because I had long been a, you know, what the hell? Andy McPhail's, like, meaningless. He's at a he's in Florida. Like, who cares about this guy? Now, like, it feels like at least the takeaway is Andy McPhail's going to be more involved than ever, and not just that, but that will limit the, the group of – and, look, there are still smart people out there that I want to run this team, but it does, in my mind at least, somewhat limit the options. Yeah, and that was that was my takeaway too. But but here's also what I realized um, when he was talking about Andy McPhail. The first couple of things he said about McPhail was basically like, "This is his last year. Like he's gonna he's gonna ride out the the rest of this this year. He's it's his last year of his contract. He won't be back." So while I agree with you in principle that it, it could hurt getting a big name like a Neander or Chernoff and all those, if it's under the if it, if if like McPhail, I think could easily just step away. And, and be done. Almost like, like he's just kind of guiding them through right. this time, and then he's riding off into the sunset idea. Right, right. and that's that's my optimistic view. Yeah, like, I hope so. <laughs> I hope so. I mean, that's my optimistic view, but because like, in reality, that's what he basically said. He basically said this is his last year here, and he, he wants to retire, he wants to get out, and he wants to be done. And, I mean, thank God, you know. Like, <laughs> please. Won't please. miss you. I mean, won't miss you. I mean, Andy, if you're listening right now, and, you know, you probably are, who wouldn't want to retire? Why do you want to work? You've got lots of money. Enjoy life. If I could retire right now and only do that, there, this is the, High Hopes is the only thing I would want to do, and then I could just leave and, and live on lots of money and enjoy life. I would do it right now. Do it, Andy. It's a beautiful thing. Yeah, just, just, just go. Well, you know, honestly, what it might be, and Howard was just on on WIP, and he said this that apparently Andy is telling people within the Phillies organization that if he gets this team to the to the World Series, and he's a Hall of Famer. So uh, we're, oh, we're, we got we got uh, Andy thinking Hall of Fame. So I think that's maybe why he's uh, he wants to stay around for one more year and see if he can you know squeak out a World Series appearance. Oh Don't yeah, because I'm sure. Yeah, this is a clear <laughs> World Series contender oh. right now. Yeah. So. Yeah, so my optimistic view, and honestly, my real view is that it's Andy McPhail's last year here, and and he's going to kind of help them with the, the process of, of using his connections in baseball to get some candidates in here, take them to Middleton, and let, let it decide, let it kind of run its course. They're going to run its course with Andy McPhail, and he's going to be gone. I think the, the one thing that was, was definitely worrisome is he definitely really trust his opinion and he really trusts his opinion and he really trusts pat gillick's opinion and i mean pat gillick rightfully so the guy's a hall of famer yeah i mean um, literally one of the best to ever do it yes literally, exactly in the and history it, of the sport it would be it would be dumb not to 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 use to, uh, gillick's gillick's experience if you um, have that guy as a resource use him no question right but like the, he the I, my first takeaway was mcphail's gone no matter what after the end of the year but, but then he kept talking about about 
you know, he's a Steve Bartman thing away from being into the World Series again. He's he's a two-time World Series winner in 1987 and 1991. Like like that would be like saying like Bill Parcells is still great for today's football. Like I mean, like what is what is that? Why are we using 1987 and 1991 as a reason why McPhail's still good today? In, in, in 2020, where the freaking best guys in the sport are 34 years old and, and are like, it's just it's it's asinine. Um, but like, yeah, he definitely trusts his opinion way too much. Um, I understand he's got. It's it's kind of like Colangelo ish, where Jerry Colangelo, where it's like, where it's like this guy's a has so many connections around the league and and he's so well respected, you can't like disrespect the McPhail name. I feel like, but it's like, I mean, Baltimore was they got better when he when he left the Cubs thing. Like that team wasn't that great, and sure Bartman happened, but like the Cubs team wasn't special. It had Pryor and Wood, and after that, I was like, whatever. And then we're we're citing the '91 freaking Twins. Like, what what kind of crap is that? It's embarrassing, honestly. Like, it, it is. A, it's a little embarrassing. It's embarrassing. A little? I mean, a lot. You're right. It's a lot embarrassing. I mean, like, 1991 is a, a different world, Jack. You were, like it you is were a... in your 40s. <laughs> yeah, I mean, seriously. I mean... Well, you know what's funny is that I, I actually, like, that is, I remember that, World Series so vividly. I remember Gene Larkin hitting the ball over the outfield. Dan Gladden coming around to score, coming in from third base to score. I remember Smoltz first Morris. Like I remember that so well. I was ten, so I get carried away. Um, Sorry, but I remember it. Got that wrong. It was like a different world. It was a different time. It's so ridiculous. Yeah. Like this there is wasn't even a, There was nothing even called analytics at that. Like, it was point. a different game. Like it was a completely different game. Yeah, it's I mean Jack Morris. Sport. Jack Morris is pitching a hundred innings in in a, in a game seven. That doesn't happen today. I mean, <laughs> I mean, I mean, it's just, it's just, it's just crazy. It's crazy. I wish she would just. I wish she would just stop talking. I wish she. Well, stop talking. I, yeah, w- stop talking. And, and on a, a grander scale, like hire someone smart. Put them in a position to be successful and get the F out of the way. Like, you know what I would love to see from John Middleton moving forward? Nothing. I don't want to see you. I don't wor- want to hear from you. I the don't The World want- Series Parade. I'll see him at the World Series yes, Parade. Yes, exactly. You know what? Raise that trophy. You brought it back or die trying. Like, stop talking, man. Stop talking. Thank you for moving on from that Clintech. It was needed. It was necessary. Stop freaking talking you make everything worse when you, he does he makes everything worse it's just again like we said if, if they had just gotten rid of clintock today and whatever they you know stepped down fired whatever let's all be real we all know what happened but whatever um if he had done that and then not talked just not talked it is unanimous approval unanimous excitement unanimous belief and then he talks and he makes it so much more concerning um, let's get to some of the specific things he said. Let's get to uh, the lowlights. Let's get yeah. to the lowlights of the, of the presser. Let's get to the, let's get to the real stuff yeah. here, Jack. All right. I think, um, let's just start with the, I think the, the kind of biggest comment he had, the JT Romito stuff, the way I took it is if someone gives JT an offer that is legitimate, they're not going to beat it. Like, he's going to be gone, most likely. And the whole, you know, I wouldn't have made the trade if I wasn't going to resign him. You're the guy in charge of resigning was such a BS answer. But Oh, and then, he, and then, he, and then he blames the baseball people. I, that's my point. It's, like, it's, it's like, like, are you kidding, dude? You're the guy in charge of the money. Now, quick, like, start with the JT thing, but I have a, a follow-up on the money part. But what did you think of the answer on JT and that whole kind of, you know, fluff he sold us? I will I, I will be shocked if JT's on the Phillies next year. I'm like, shocked. I would honestly I would be sh- it's it felt like an admission of of it's over. Like it's it's over. He's he is not going to come back. Um and he's talking about, you know, the the I would not have traded Sixto if I wasn't going to resign him. Mm-hmm. Then how about before you let him step through the door <laughs> for his introductory press conference, you re-sign him? Yep. Now, now yep. that or not, or not even just even if you don't do it, then do it after last season. Like just 
do it. Like, just you don't let it get to this point. Right. Like, you don't let it get to this point. It's crazy. Right. And then he and he buries the baseball people, saying they told me I can get an extension done. And and that is one thing. Like, Clentac clearly wanted to wait till the offseason because they didn't think the market was going to be there. And then Mookie signed for three hundred and some million, and it kind of blew up in their faces. So honestly, like. My takeaway from the JT answer is that he tried to play it off like the reason Matt Clentak's not here anymore isn't because of of JT, but I think it's a big I think, part of it. I think the JT thing more more than I thought previously is the reason that Matt Clentak is no longer the general manager of this baseball team. Like his 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 misread of the market and misread of of JT and trading away and misread of Sixto. Again, yeah, like even no matter what you have so. to do to get JT in that moment, if you have the right read on what Sixto is going to become, you don't trade him for JT in that moment. Like if you know what we see now and you're like, oh, he actually is this guy. He's didn't get hurt. He's grown into this picture, like whatever. Like you can't make that. Even if you resign him, you don't make that trade. Like the idea of Sixto for the next six years at arbitrate, you know, prior arbitration prices and stuff is like, just so much more valuable than JT could ever be in two years plus a new deal. Like he couldn't be, you know? Yeah. Well, and that comes down to self scouting. I mean, exactly. I mean, exactly. Who, who, who was the best prospect that they gave up for Lee Pence, Halliday, Oswald? I mean, it's, it's Carrasco. I mean, Carrasco is definitively Carrasco. Carrasco is good, but it's not like it's six to good. Yeah. And no, Carrasco, not even close. Carrasco took forever. Um, like forever. Right. Forever. But they and they gave away. I mean, they, they literally just gave away Pedro 2.0 for two years of JT Romito. So like, yep. so nothing came back to bite them like like this did. Like, but at least they knew how to self scout back then. I mean, they're they're trying to spin it like a uh, six is going to have arm trouble and that stuff. Like, yeah, sure he might, but I mean, holy smokes! I mean, he had he had seven <laughs> pitches over 100 miles an hour in his first playoff start the other day. Yep. And, and like, it's just I can't watch him. I I, I swear I can't watch him. James, it hurts. I, it hurts. Yeah, I, I actually I, watch that game and it and it actually physically yeah. hurts me. Like I. It sucks. Correct. Correct. I, I, I can't watch it. I can't watch it. So, yeah, the JT thing felt like a big admission of he's gone. Um, I think Clemback's not here anymore because JT is going to be gone. And, like, again, the, 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 the putting this on the baseball people is ridiculous when you're the owner of the baseball team and you said – last what november that was or october that uh you you don't even want to know about the little decisions you're the big decisions guy yep, totally. you're the owner like this is what you said you do is you make the big decisions you could have got jt done whenever you wanted and you chose not to so don't don't throw that on the baseball people if you said uh yeah listen you stupid baseball people i'm just gonna give them whatever i want i'm the freaking totally. owner like totally that's all you have to do that's all you have to do so that was a ridiculous answer and uh, the one of many ridiculous answers. Yeah, and, and and that is particularly true when when looking at this situation with the whole. I mean, it's I'm flabbergasted that he gave that answer that he tried to pawn that off. I mean, it is just so clear that that that's a you decision, and and especially after you make a big deal of stupid money, after you do the whole you know bring the trophy back or die trying, like you can't say that. You can't say that if you're not going to back it up. And letting the best player at his position, one of the top 20 players in the sport or whatever you want to put it, walk away because you won't pay him. That is what it is. Let's be real. And because you are scared of luxury tax, you're scared of whatever is a big issue, which leads me into my next point. I don't know about you, but for me, the McPhail stuff, the JT stuff all made me angry. The most angry I got during this whole thing is when my man John Middleton starts talking about cutting costs. When my man starts talking about we don't know what the economic landscape is, we're losing money. Bro, are you kidding? You can't say I will die trying bringing this trophy back and bring this stuff here. Look, I get we're in the uh, pandemic and all stuff. You're worth $3.4 billion. Three point four billion dollars the literal literal last thing i want to hear from you right now is well we might not be able to spend what we wanted to or whatever especially considering that because you gave matt clentag this one because you chose that guy over high and bloom over the twin gm over all these guys were clearly better choices because of you because you did this stuff that you're gonna say now when the team is in a position where literally 
The only way you can win now, the only way is to spend, is to buy a bullpen, is to add another starter, is to re-sign Didi, is to re-sign JT. Like, that's it. That's the chance right now. There is no waves of talent coming in. I'm happy he admitted that drafting and developing is the issue because, yes, it clearly is. No bleep, John. We agree with you on that. But for him to, to, to talk about potentially pulling back the reins, not spending the money that needs to be spent on this team is basically like telling us, well, we might not be good for a little while or we might not be a World Series contender for a while. Like, that's the way I take it. And that's a concern, Jack. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Yeah, no, it, it totally is. And, like, I mean, JT's the guy. I mean, JT's the guy that you would have to resign if you want to do that. Now, if he turns around and goes sign and Trevor sign, Bauer or George Springer or whatever. George Springer. Sure. Yeah. yeah Trevor yeah. Bauer. Let's not leave Bauer out of this discussion. Well, I mean, if you have Nola Bauer and Wheeler, like, you get to a playoff series, you got a chance. No, no, I agree. I I, I just don't think he's signing long-term anywhere. I mean, he— I agree. I agree. I don't think so either. I'm just saying, like, even then, giving Bauer a two-year $40 million deal or $45 million, $50 million deal, whatever. My point is, like, you need to be in on these people or else we're in a lot of trouble. Also, I wouldn't be surprised if he just stays with Cincinnati because that's where the driveline guys, the driveline pitching guys are, and that's, like, his best friends. So, um, but, yeah, so, like, JT or, uh, uh, you know, Bauer, JT, Springer, if you go out and do that, DD, and and still spend – but that's that. That's my main concern too. Is that they're just gonna they're just gonna cut this thing off. They're gonna cut off the funds, and we're gonna be a middling baseball team. You know, it's gonna be it's gonna be Wheeler, Nola, Eflin, Howard. That's a pretty good four. Um, and then it's just gonna be Bryce, hopefully being MVP. Bryce Hoskins, who knows what the he might need surgery. And then I don't I don't know what the lineup's gonna look like next year. I mean, it's it's gonna be another year Gene Segura, another year older. Maybe he's gonna be back at the shortstop. Like. I'm, I, I am terrified that they're just going to cut it off and they're, they're not going to continue spending. And I believe me, we are all in on, on scouting and, and developing from within, but you don't, you can't do that right now. Like you, it's years. You're in prime Bryce here. You're prime Bryce. You're in prime Wheeler. You're in prime Nola. You're in prime Hoskins. Like there's no rebuilding here. If you want to, if you want to, you know, uh, continue to build and, and, sign international free agents and hopefully start drafting well. And I think they took a step in the right direction this year. And Brian Barber is obviously a great hire. Um, all this stuff's important, but y- you can't, you can't, you can't just cut it off and, and say we're losing money and uh, we're not going to feel as competitive as a team as we can next year. That's not, that's not an option. And I'm terrified that it is become an option. You're still getting the Comcast money. Like the, you're, you're getting all this stuff. You, you might be losing a hundred million, but like, you're going to make and, it. And, back. and let's be real. You're probably not, you know, if they, were losing, if they were losing hundred million, they would open their books to the players. They would have shown them what they were losing. Like baseball just signed a new $3 billion contract. Did you see Lindor's comments about Cleveland? I thought, I love seeing him say that stuff where they were like, they were like, can the Cleveland Indians afford to resign you? He's like, yeah, they're a billion dollar franchise. They definitely can. They're like, well, they've got, you know, the pandemic. He's like, did you see the $3 billion contract that they just signed? The, you know, like, and he was calling it out and he's right. Like, I, I, I'm sorry. Like, I don't believe any of these owners when they're crying poor. It drives me crazy that they are. They are still making a lot of money off TV contracts. And again, Ultimately, first of all, back to the $3.4 billion. Like, my man can afford it. He just can. And then on top of that, like, I'm sorry. Like, I don't, like, I understand this is is rare, you know, a, a once in a lifetime thing. Like, this is all the worst year of all of our lives. And this is, you know, obviously there have been losses for a lot of people. But, like, you're still the dude who told us you were going to bring the trophy back or die trying. You're still the dude who said he wanted to be the Simon of the South. You're the dude who still says he is committed to winning. And honestly, you're the dude who told Bryce Harper to his face, if you come here, I will do whatever it takes to build a winner around you. 
That's the reason Bryce Harper came here. In the end, we all knew Matt Klintek had nothing to do with it. John Middleton, and to his credit, shout out, we appreciate it. John Middleton is the man who got Bryce Harper to come here, and he deserves a lot of credit for that. But the way he got Bryce Harper to come here is promising him that he was going to do what it takes to win. Well, guess what, buddy? Now's the time to prove it. Yeah, and 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 get this fan base back on your side, you know, yeah. and that's that's what that's what hurts about this whole thing is I you know I left that that WIP interview with Angelo where there's an hour in the studio like man we have Me the too. guy Me and too. it was so I was so much- pumped man I was like this guy's the best this and- is the best let's roll. And my and my biggest fear, and I, I don't feel that way anymore. I'm I'm terrified. I I feel terrified about the franchise. Like if they get they they ju- they just need to nail the GM hiring, get the right guy in here that that can know what he's doing. Hopefully, and and he can just he can just get out of the way, and they can just win. And they and they have a guy in there that'll spend Middleton's money wisely on the right players, and they can just he can just calm down because I I don't think he knows. I, I know he doesn't know what he's doing. He's, he's, he's like openly talking in the press conference today about how he's learning baseball and learning how to run a baseball team. And then like, it, it feels like it's all fly by the seat of your pants at this point. Um, and he's kind of like making it up as he goes on how to run a baseball team. Like just honestly, if it, like Eric Neander, Mark, Mike Chernoff, like getting one of those guys in here and just letting them run the team might be the only thing that can save them for the next couple of years. Like that might be the only thing like bringing in a young GM, hopefully he starts doing what he can do. But unless he just like, I pray that Middleton will just pay whatever it takes for Eric Neander and then just get out of the way. Cause that might be the only way of saving this thing. Getting a guy in here that knows what he's doing, knows how to scout, knows how to draft. Uh, knows how to incorporate analytics. Like that might be the only thing that can save this team. Um, maybe ever. I don't know. Maybe ever. Wow. Well, sure. Maybe but it ever. is paramount. I'm with you. Like it's, that it's is just it's the- it's the only it, it's the only thing that that matters. Just get a guy in here that knows what he's doing and just let John spend the money and hopefully yep. win big. Just yep. let him win big. Just don't make he. I don't want him continuing to having to make big decisions year in year out. I mean, this is the guy that thought that thought hiring a manager was going to make this team ten wins better. You know, like that's that's what this is. I just please, I'm begging you, just get the right guy in there and just let it go. Well, and and and, and look, you know, there's been some negativity, you know, as we're talking about Middleton stuff, but like, look, just. E- we want them to give Eric Neander a blank check, obviously, or Mike Chernoff or whoever, like these these top-tier elite type of guys who've proven it, you know? But even if it's not those guys, like there are super smart baseball people out there. The, the next Eric Neander is out there somewhere. Like those guys are out there. You just have to be willing to not only hire the right guys. Obviously, the history with that is not great. As we know, Klintak over the three finalists, he picked the, the definitive wrong one of the three. So that... Is a concern. Maybe he's learned from it. You hope whatever. I, the the whole reports about him wanting an experienced guy scares the the crap out of me. Unless he is going to go pay for someone who's already in, like implanted somewhere like Neander or whatever. Um, the idea of like a, you know, and we've talked about it on here a million times. But like if it's a, a Dombrowski type, I mean that is true disaster. That is the next decade of our franchise just lost and and whatever. I honestly don't even th- like Dombrowski. Like there's nothing to do here for Dombrowski. He doesn't have the pieces to trade away to build up what he wants, but. Regardless, um, I think that that it doesn't have to be Neander. It doesn't have to be Chernoff. Like, there are super smart baseball people out there who, if given the chance, can build a franchise. Here's the key, though. Like you said, Jack, the man, John Milton, has to get out of the way. He has to be willing to spend none of this cheap stuff that, like, I'm sorry. I know it's a weird world and a weird situation we live in right now, but... But if you want to compete now, if you want this group, if you want Bryce Harper to have a chance to win a World Series here, you have to commit now. You just have to. It's a it's the situation you put yourself in. And that's what happens when you hire Matt Klintak. And five years ago, after five years, after tanking, after being as bad as you were, this is what happens when you fail. This is what happens when you fail drafting and developing, adding young talent to this team. This is the situation you find yourself in. And you have to hire someone who can fix it and then be willing to give them the resources to fix it. 
So, like, and and look, I do think it is important that that Middleton acknowledge that drafting and developing has such, been such a problem for this franchise for such a long time. Like, I am all for putting resources into that, and Brian Barber's a really good start. But ultimately, this man has to hire the right person and then also get the hell out of that person's way. Could not agree more. I, I am terrified about the experienced um, like experienced guy thing. Um, Dabrowski, obviously, but Brian Sabian of the Giants, like stuff like that. Like, I, I don't just because you got Klentak wrong does not mean that you go away from what is working in baseball right now. Like it's. It, it it scares it scares the living daylights out of me that he's just gonna oh I need a baseball guy in here I want a freaking Ivy League thirty five year old nerd from the like hey crazy idea let's not go to the Orioles or the Angels and exactly. grab and grab their freaking analytics I guy. I would rather get the twentieth guy down in the Rays org chart than the second guy in Baltimore Los Angeles yeah. you know what I mean. Oh my gosh! There's, there's like, all right, James. There's five organizations they should pick from: the Rays, Indians, Yankees, A's, Braves. I mean, the Braves could be in there. Sure. I mean, uh, like, just, just take someone from a smart organization. Yeah. I mean, like, Rick Hahn, I would take his guy in Chicago. That dude's pretty smart. He's done a really good job with the White Sox. A.J. Preller, his number two, whoever that is, if he's smart, yeah, whatever. They like, took there are certain guys. It, but. but I think that the key organizations, if you really want to look at someone who – and sadly, I do think that you have to look at someone who can succeed with less than the top because it doesn't seem like John Middleton, from the words he was saying, is going to spend the way we want him to, so it makes it more imperative – you have someone in here who can truly build, truly develop. So with that being the case, it's the Indians, it's the Rays, it's the A's, like one of those. Like, you know, one of those organizations that every single year, year in, year out, for the last freaking decade or more, contends with a third of the payroll we have, half the payroll we have, a quarter of the payroll we have. Those are the type of guys you need to go for. And again, very important. Not the Angels or Orioles. Like, just, oh my God! It's, let's get it. This should be so simple. Oh, like, dude. That, it should be it's crazy. so simple. Freaking, freaking crazy. Um, oh. So, like, like one one of the guys I like a lot. If if we're gonna do this, um, I haven't honestly. Like, I've been so in on like Eric Neander is the only thing I really care about. Um, and I, I again, official Iowa's position, blank check for Eric Neander. I. Don't think oh, it's going to no happen. No question. It's not going to happen, but that is definitively our position. Da, I don't think it's going to happen. Oh, I so really? I, I, would, I would put it at like 1%. Eh, 0.01%. Uh, I mean, I would put it at like 5%. But I mean, this guy kept Klintak in the organization because he didn't want to just pay him to leave. Like, that's what just happened. And that's fine. Like, I get it, whatever. But like, really? Really? Yeah. Really, well, like it just doesn't feel like this guy's gonna hand our Neander fifty million dollars to run his team. Like it just well, doesn't. Well, what? I mean, you don't know what Clintac could be doing. He could be, you know, turning on the hot dog machines, <laughs> making making sure the lights are on. I mean, you don't know what he's doing. He could be doing some hard work. He's valet there... parking the cars at Citizens Bank Park when they have special events. How about that? Wouldn't that be a story? Oh, what hey, if Matt. you pull you pull into Lot K? Yeah. When fans are allowed back in the stadiums, hopefully next year we pull yeah. the lock K and Mac Ventex there taking our ticket. What do you think? Yeah. I mean, I'd be earning that three mil. I mean, three mil a year. Imagine. So, yeah, I, I don't think he's going to do it. Uh, I would do. I would give a blank check to him. Uh, turn off the same kind of way uh, out in Cleveland. Um, but I, like, I really like a guy like Sean Foreman who is with the Indians. Um, Sean Foreman, like baseball reference, Sean Foreman. No, Sean. Well, no, no, there's no. He's with the Indians. Oh, I didn't realize. You know the guy who started Baseball Reference is named Sean Foreman as well. Oh, you know what? I messed it up. His name's not Sean Foreman. I didn't his, think so. I was like, no, Sean he, Foreman's the Baseball Reference. He is. He's, no, you're 100% correct. It is. Okay, cool. It is. Cool. I messed that up. Um, there's a guy with the Indians. I forget his first name, but he, his name's his last name's Foreman. Uh, he went to Malvern Prep, and he's he's like in his 30s, and he's in the Indians, and he is like pretty much one of their big-time like scouting guys. Yes. He's like, he, he, the assistant. In. He's an assistant to the GM, I think, something in. like that. So pretty Hire high him up. now. I'm in. I don't need to hear anymore. Like, uh, yeah. Again, like these these guys. Um, there's another guy. With the, the second in command with the Rays, I think, would be a really good name. 
Um, I just got to look it up. Again, the 20th in command with the Rays feels like a good name to me. You're right. You're right. Anyone with the Rays. <laughs> and maybe maybe see if Haim will come down here and, and, and take over this team for a little bit. Yeah. Maybe see, uh, what are yeah, you doing just, in Boston, man? I mean, yeah. come on. They uh, don't even care up there. No, they know they know you're all rebuilding up there anyway. There's so many guys at the Rays. Like like oh gosh, I'm just so. Well, jealous. you know what's awesome? I'm forgetting all the you know issues we've had tonight. Peter Bendix. To, Peter Bendix is the name from the Rays. He's the vice president. We get vice... to do pods talking about this, Jack. We get I to know. do the GM search pods. Let's go, baby! I know, and I promise we I... were we were this close to not potting for a year. Ever and Now again. we get to do GM searches. Like how great is this? Ever it's again, beautiful thing. So, so, so my promise to the High Hopes listeners is that if if Neander is, is not going to happen, Chernoff's not going to happen, they're not going to bring in someone to be their, their president and all that stuff, my promise is the next High Hopes podcast, I will have the next guy. I will oh. have the next guy. Oh, that's a big I mean, promise right there. Well, because we have, we have, to, start, we have to start. I agree. That's, going for that's the next what guy. we need to do. I mean, if there's, if there's like, one as thing, much as we want Neander, we have to acknowledge it. It is yes. unlikely, and thus we have to, to take the next step. Yes. And if thank God a- Clintock is gone. Again, real quick, thank God. Thank God. I know we've had some negativity because John Middleton needs to not talk ever again to the media, whatever. But, like, thank God. Thank you. Thank you for getting rid of Matt Clintock and letting us do this podcast. I really would have missed it. I love it. So, thank you. It is. It is. It is the best. It is the best. Um, so, yeah. And if there's one thing that I that is you know my passion is getting the entire high hopes community behind um, i know i know <laughs> well, a, 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 shout out to all of you wonderful people I, yeah. i've seen many blank check for eric neander tweets so yep. you you all rule yes and maybe maybe we can bully john into doing it you know maybe we can we can just tweet it enough that it'll come to I me mean, it's yeah clear well, i loved it. i was like well fan fan uh fan pressure didn't you know make me make the decision but i noticed it i saw it it's out there it's well, like, all right, and bro, we know. He clearly, You're he clear- welcome for helping you get rid of Matt Clintock. He clearly saying? did not want to lose the High Hopes podcast because this or, is where Or he- should he have? I mean, that would have been a bad decision. So I mean, think about well all done. the good think about all the good things this podcast has done for the Phillies organization. Brian Barber, Matt Clintock out. Um Bryce Harper. Bryce Harper. Again, let's be real. I mean I mean, how much more do we have to do? I mean, would he let us run the Phillies after the comments we made earlier? Probably not. But I think if he got past the comments about him never hopefully speaking to the media again and really got to the, the, the core of this podcast and brings in Eric Neander, I, I will take it as a massive win. I just, oh my we God, can are you only, kidding me? We I can will, only I do will, so much. I will, I will, he's Jack Middleton again. Oh, yeah. Like, he's I mean, back to John. Look, he got rid of Clintac. We said it. John yep. Middleton, sir. That yes. is your name, even though yep. you didn't look. Some people aren't great at talking to the media. It happens. He gave a horrendous yeah. press conference when Gabe Kapler was fired, and then he went out and got Joe Girardi here, and that was a win, and that was a good job. So, like, I'm not saying this is unsalvageable or whatever, but yeah, if you get Eric Neander in here, what up, Jack? Yeah, Jack. Jack Middleton is back in the building. So, like, I think it's on us to to do as much as we can to get Eric Neander here. I mean, now. Now Salisbury, he did write fourteen GM candidates for the Phillies. I think thirteen of them were god awful, but but he did mention Eric Neander by name in that article, and I will take that as a hopefully a little birdie is saying we're going after him. We're we're going after the big dog. So oh my god, um, can you imagine what it? No, dude. Honestly, what I, a dream. I, I would, what I would a stop dream. doing the highest podcast because I would be, I'd just be on cloud. You wouldn't nine. be able to talk. Like you yeah. would be so happy. You would oh. just be like hyperventilating. Yes, correct, correct. So, please. I mean, hopefully the Rays lose. Like I don't want them to win the World Series now because if they get it out and he's like, geez, I gotta. Like, imagine how frustrating it would be every year knowing that you gotta like, basically, you know do magic to to get the best roster in baseball i can only imagine look yeah. there's a reason that andrew friedman went to the dodgers like a lot of people are oh andrew friedman you know he's not gonna leave the Rays. like he did he went to the dodgers because he was like oh wow now i can like take what i do and do it with way more resources why wouldn't i do that i mean you see people in any industry look at our industry people move from like charlotte to new york or this or that because it's a bigger market because there are more opportunities because there's more resources same idea 
Yes. And um, before we get out of here, uh, a lot of people have been asking me, and um, it, there is a report out there today. There might be a falling out with Mr. Theo Epstein of the Cubs. I and, saw this, too. Yep. And I was, was going to bring it up. I would just like to say that if Theo Epstein comes here and wants to run the Phillies, you're in. I will Tell be, me you're in, Jack. Uh, Tell me dude, you're in. I will be ecstatic. I mean, uh, let's go. All that guy does is my turn, dude. I mean, all that all Theo Epstein does is turn uh, teams into World Series contenders. Like that's that's just what he does. Now, I have criticized him in the past because I don't think he's great at at, at some maintaining. Some of our biggest, some of our bigger arguments in the past have been about one Theo Epstein, who right. I think is the greatest executive in sports history, potentially. No, I mean Eric I mean, Neander exists. Um, <laughs> he, he ended the two longest, most oh, suffering dude. streaks in the you, history of sports. Dude, no one loves freaking championships more than you. How would you Me get too. past the championships? Jack, like Jack, we can we can Jack, evaluate can, a guy's job without being Jack, this guy. Can won, I can won. I can I just say three words to you? Nick Foles won the Super Bowl. No, that's more than three words. Get better at words. Three words. You know what they are. You're just not thinking. Flags straight. fly forever. Thank you. I Flags. Know. Fly forever. Flags fly forever. I get it. But in case you I knew think... that, my wife, Emily, just yelled, woo, from up there because she knows flags fly forever. Thank you, Emily. Yes. Uh, she said, do what you got to do to win. Thank does, you. Does does Emily know Theo's record after the 2016 <laughs> no, World Series and no. where that team is at? This uh, Okay. I just want to make sure we're on the same page here. That I, I th- Would you say I'm winning the Theo argument? At this point. No, no. But I will okay. say that okay. that for someone who is arguing against the guy who literally ended the two <laughs> longest suffering sports fandom streaks in the history of, of baseball, you do an amazing job arguing. Like, this should be a no-brainer win for me, and you do make me doubt myself sometimes. So, crap. All right, well, well, how about this? How about this for the nail in the coffin? Who would you rather have be the president and GM of this team? Don't the say UFC Eric Neander. I uh, would rather Eric have Eric Neander. Stop talking, all right? I know. I know you would. I know Are you would. Are we done? Is this over? <laughs> no, it's all right. <laughs> it's all right. Hold on. Um... So yeah, so Eric Nander is the official position. Yes. Let me let me just see if I wrote anything else down here. Um, bu- bu- bu. it was it was refreshing how committed it seems like he is to he that like scouting and and totally that, that seems to be because he probably well, doesn't co- want to spend on free agency anymore. Well, <laughs> like, true, you know? I I agree with you. I think that's part of it. But ultimately, like. On a real basic level, as much as we talk about the team right now and we say we want to win right now and we and, and they have to based on the roster they have if they don't want to waste this and just be a middling thing and waste Bryce Harper's career and all that. But on a on a holistic, like as a Phillies fan level, like if I could just pick one thing for them to do better, it would be draft and develop better. Like he's right. It is the single most important thing for the future of the franchise, for the health of the future of the franchise. So he's not wrong. It's just like you said. It you know it could be ulterior motives for saying it, right? So um, yeah. So it was a to wrap up today. It was first pure elation and just pure excitement, and then it was like I'm pretty disappointed <laughs> after 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 the Middleton press conference, and now I'm back to being excited again. You know, I, yeah, I, me too. I, I'm I was, I'm definitely way more excited than not. Like yeah. I just am. I mean, just the thought of doing a new GM podcast. Oh, well, think about yeah. how many sad pods we've done recently. Oh, like, I know. I know. Like, I know we bitched a little bit in this one, and, you know, there's been some whatever. I'm psyched, man. Like, on a basic level, I have a lot of questions. I hate that Andy McPhail is still here. I don't love that John Middleton ever speaks in public, but I am excited. Like, I am excited again about the Phillies. Like, Matt had to go. Like, that guy had to go. He's gone. I'm excited. Yeah, a little annoyed that it took so long because it doesn't feel like they made a, that they wanted that the you know there was much conviction with their decision, but he's gone and that's all that matters. And I will yep. not complain anymore. Correct decision. Very excited. I look forward to the next high hopes podcast again. So exactly. Really like, get into it. He, he's not Jack Middleton yet. No, but he's but he's John Middleton. He's just he's just one fifty million dollar blank check away from being <laughs> Jack Middleton again. To, Which to is crazy, to, like yes. again, like think about it this way, like as look, all we talk, like signed JT was such a thing, like it's it became national, it's a whole thing, like 
Sign Eric Neander. Like, you, honestly, you can let JT walk. I don't want you to. I want him here. But if I have a choice for this offseason for one or the other, it's Neander 100,000 times over sign JT. It's not even close. Yeah, I would much rather have Eric Neander here than, than JT. It's not even cl- like, it's not close. Like, it's yeah. actually not close. Sixto could win four straight Cy Youngs. <laughs> like, oh, a thousand straight Cy Youngs. What, what's sad about that is he could. He could actually do that. Of course that. he could. Of course he could. He could. But at least there's hope. There is a there is hope. There's now. high hopes, baby. Yes. We're back. Yes. We are definitively back. Yes. Oh, I'm so happy we didn't have to end this podcast for a no. year or nope. whatever. Like I love doing it. I love yes. you listeners. Like I'm really happy we're back. Man, that's uh, that's my biggest takeaway from tonight. Never Anything. leaving. Never leaving until we want to fire. <laughs> you can't even get rid of us if you want to. I'm yep. sure there were some people out there who were like, sweet, let those idiots go away. Sucks for you. We're back. <laughs> you got any final thoughts? Nope, 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 nope. I am uh, going to drive back to, to Westchester tonight. Oh, and I'm what, going what dedication, to... buddy. Thank you. Oh. You drove back to Philly just to record this podcast. That's pretty cool. Yeah, of course I did. And this is this is all <laughs> I've been begging for this podcast for two years now. So uh, of course I drove back to Philly for this, and uh, I am looking forward to getting back to Westchester and cracking open the first Mecklen yeah. Tech is no longer my GM beer. There's, well, I'm I'm already three into that. So yeah. it's a beautiful thing. Yeah. Yep. 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 And you're and you're slowly starting to realize that I'm right about Theo Epstein. I mean, <laughs> what a what a freaking night. Um and but seriously, if Theo wants to come around the Phillies, like no problem. Please, please, buddy. Come on, you come on so, down. You are so welcome. Also, the Yankees should definitely move on from Cashman. And we'll I, take I've been saying this for a while. I mean, he's not good, you know. Oh, stinks. Yeah, stinks. Has no idea what he's doing. So oh, we get to although, the GM pods. I'm so excited, man. I'm in a great mood. I'm man, if they mood. just uh, give me one report, just give me one report. They're going yeah. after a big. Give game. me it. Give me a Give me Salisbury being like. Hearing whispers. Name to watch. Something like that. Name to watch, Eric Gander. Name to watch. I will faint. I will faint. Oh, we love you. I hope listeners. We are so happy that we are back. Guess what? Next week, we'll be back more. We're going to do the GM pod. We're excited. We're back. For Fritz, I'm Seltzer. We'll see you guys later.